Live from the Mecca of Mormonism, Salt Lake City, Utah, this is Heart of the Matter, where we are doing all we can to learn how to live as Christians in the age of fulfillment. I'm your host, Sean McCraney. You know, uh, we have been stirring things up for years here on Heart of the Matter, 14 years, talked about Mormonism, talked about Christianity, talked about the Trinity, hell, fulfillment, tithes, governance, all that stuff. And uh, we've really stirred people up to think. And we do that because thinking causes people to seek and seeking causes people to discover and then discovering causes people to change. And, and it takes a lot to get people to change. Um, it just doesn't happen overnight unless it's some super metaphysical thing. Well, you know, it, we're going to step back a little bit tonight because uh, I've been hammering at things, hammering at things, hammering at things and really haven't taken the time not often, to just sit back and rejoice and to sit back and thank God for what we have, you and I. Uh, God has revealed himself to us throughout the ages. He has made himself known in the cosmos, according to Isaiah and, and uh, Proverbs, uh, uh, Psalms. He's made himself known through his creation He's made himself known through his word that we read. He's made himself known by the spirit of consciousness that we have within each of us. The spirit of Christ that's in every man, it says in John. He's in us by virtue of the witness of other people who know him. Uh, he, he manifests himself every time a child is born. And we look at that process of of, of um conception and going from in nine months to a fully formed human being. He is there. He reveals himself to me in so many things and probably to you too. Every sunset, every sunrise, every snowflake, he is there. And he is telling everybody who has been reconciled to him, receive me, come to me, know who I am. He's made himself known, which reminds us that there is more to this life than just right now. Our sorrows, our joys, there's more. And it comes when we take our last breath. And we're betting on that, that there's something beyond. That what we do here matters to what happens beyond. And people of faith trust that. People who don't have faith don't believe it. They think it's all here and now, or they don't care, or they say things like, I trust if he's God, he's a good God, and he's just going to be happy with me as I am. But God has arranged things differently in his word, and he loves those who seek him. He loves those who have a heart for him, who want him to be in their lives, and who seek him in spirit and truth. God has creations that don't care about him. But true Christians, you and I, sons and daughters, will love them nevertheless. We don't cut them out. We don't treat them differently. We don't condemn them and say they're going to hell. Those who don't care about God, we reach out to in love. God has creations who claim that they are followers of his son. 
but we find in some of them some of the worst characteristics and traits known to man. Some people who consider themselves religious are meaner, they gossip more, they forgive less, they condemn the most, and yet his sons and daughters will love them in spite of their sin, in spite of their hypocrisy. All that he has done in loving the world so much that he gave us his only begotten son, God has done something so important. He has invited people to receive him by faith through his son for a reason. And that reason is for us to become his sons and daughters by faith. That is the primary reason. The world's been reconciled to him. The question is, will the world reconcile itself back? Will you seek a relationship with God or not? And I think I'm talking to the choir if you're watching this show. You're someone who cares about God in your life. That's why you tune in. You may not get him. You may not fully believe him. You might not fully embrace Jesus. But I think you're a seeker of truth if you watch this show, especially. And God is calling for you to become his son and daughter, his children, his family, who will dwell eternally with him. That's what it's all about. Are you a joint heir with Christ? It's a question you should ask because scripture talks about it. Paul puts it this way in Galatians 4, 6. And because you are sons, and I add in daughters, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. If you're a son or daughter, Paul says, God has sent the spirit of his son into you. And where you cry, Father, we have our earthly dads, we have our earthly parents, and we go to them for things. But to a Christian, when you become his by faith, you cry out to him as Father, Abba, right? How did Jesus, when did Jesus cry out to his Father as Abba, a Pater, or... or uh, uh, father. In Mark 14, 37, Jesus says in the garden of Gethsemane, remember he's there and he's getting ready to take on the sins of the world. Abba, father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. So as sons and daughters who have received the spirit of Christ in you, you are going to be met with circumstances in your life that are difficult. And you're going to say at times in your walk, hey, Father, if there's any way, could you get rid of this? But not my will, your will be done. Paul says he, he prayed three times, to, uh, thrice to have the thorn removed in his side, and we don't know what that meant. We have no idea what issue he dealt with. And so we all have these issues. And we go to uh, Father and we say, can you help me with this? And sometimes, as in the case of his son, the answer is no. I, I'm not going to help you with that one. You, my grace is sufficient for you. So son or daughter, whatever you're bearing on your back, and those things can be heavy. If you're a child of faith, you bear them because that's the father's will. If he doesn't take it from you, it's his will that you bear it. And you bear it as a person of faith and a person who trusts in his redeeming blood 
to carry you through to the end. I mean, people carry some wild, weird, hard, difficult packages in their lives. Jesus did too when he was there in Gethsemane. After he uh, asked that once, he asked it again. He said, my father, if this cannot pass, unless I drink of it, your will be done. So even then, he, he realized twice I've asked and he reaffirms, I will do your will. And so you can go to him. You can say, save my child who's, who's suffering from a disease. You can say, help me to make my ends meet. You can say, get rid of this proclivity in my flesh toward this. And sometimes the answer time and time again is met with silence or is met with no. Sons and daughters, because this is what Jesus did, said, not my will, yours will be done. And followed through, what did he do? He followed through and he took himself to the cross. That's what Jesus did. After he's up on the cross, you remember what he said. He cried out then to his father. Actually, he cried out and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That's the first time. And then he said, in the midst of darkness, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? There's going to be times as sons and daughters where you don't believe God is there. You may think he's an absentee manager. You may think he doesn't care about you in your life. We don't know why he pulls back sometimes. We don't know why we're left with our prayers feeling like they don't go above the ceiling. But that is what it means. Christ did it too. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He even believed that he was forsaken for a moment when he was there. That's Christ Jesus. As sons and daughters, you will too. And God knows what he's doing in our lives when he has those moments of silence and those spells. And then sons and daughters wondering why they're abandoned. They still turn as Jesus did when he was on the cross after the darkness left and says, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And every day you get up and you say, I don't know why I'm in this dearth of spirit. I don't know why I I don't seem to be able to manage my life much right now. I don't know why I feel so distant from you. But Father, into your hands I commend my spirit, my daily life. That's what sons and daughters do. Religious people go to church. They, They throw more coins in the coffer or they light a candle or they put on robes and they do these things to make themselves do something to make it feel like they're being religious. Sons and daughters look to God like Jesus did, whether they're on the cross or not, and they give all the allegiance, all the credit, all the will to him. I want you to know that if you're suffering in the cause of Christ, that I salute you as my brother in the faith. I don't know who you are. I know some of you, but there are many of you I don't. But if you are suffering in the cause of Christ, in the cause of faith, in the cause of taking up his cross, you are my brother. If you're walking in faith, small amount or great amount, clinging to him as the author and finisher of your faith, uh, you are my sister, my sister in Christ, the eternal family, children of God, here on this earth and there beyond. Greatly, I am so greatly blessed to know those of you who seek him, forgive, try to love, uh, realize humbly and with contrition that in their flesh, in your flesh, you're sinful. And that by the Holy Spirit, uh, the comforter Christ is with you, leading you. I encourage you to stand with him and in his love 
and never let go of faith. You can test it, question it, search it, research it, all the things that we should do with faith and elements of faith, but don't ever let go of the fact that God so loved the world, he gave us his only son. And I would just add, not scripture to it, but that in giving his son, he knew most of the world wouldn't care, but there would be some, very few is what Jesus said, who would care enough to become sons and daughters. That's you if you're a seeker. That's you if you cling to faith. That's you if you care more about loving your neighbor than inflicting upon them doctrines of men. I encourage you to err on the side of mercy and long-suffering and continue to for every person type as possible. We pray for your well-being uh, here on this earth, for your wealth, for your health, for your strength, for your ability to cope with the difficulties of this life. They come upon those who are his. That's a fact. And if you're struggling in your life with depression, with loneliness, with sin that you can't seem to be able to get a hold of, understand that's stuff of the flesh. Feed your spirit and let the flesh do what the flesh will do. The spirit will overcome in the end. If you're wondering about Jesus and his person, his message, his makeup, if you're wondering about his resurrection, go to him, open up, bear your soul, surrender yourself over to his power and truth. Let patience reign, let long suffering abound, and never ever let love fail whenever it's possible. When you can love, and even when you can't, choose to love all people all the time in the name of Christ. I used to seek fellowship with the world. I said this uh, earlier today, but if I was invited to go and spend uh, two weeks on a yacht with the most infamous, famous, wealthy, powerful, charming, Hollywood star people versus a room full of people like you, I would take a room full of people like you hands down, hands down, because in Christ there's genuine hearts, there's genuine love, there's true faith, and there's the recognition of who you are before your maker. I will take those type of people hands down over the rest of this world. And I am so grateful to know you in these troubled times. Look and lean to God. Trust him, rely on him as all sons and daughters do when they are in time, when they have times of trouble and they need guidance with their own parents. Uh, he will come through for you victoriously in the end. We don't know when he will come through. We don't know how he'll come through, but I can witness to you as someone who has tried to lay it on him, he comes through, especially for those who are his children, sons and daughters. I thank you for being so strong in our Lord Christ and King. See you next week here on Heart of the Matter.